Ready, and go. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Downtown Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and today I'm flying solo a little bit since Elisa is out at E3. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but yeah, she's out at E3 this week, and so I actually have a special guest with me. Um, say hello, Jairus. Hey guys, I'm Jairus Camby. It's a pleasure to be on today. I'm a really passionate gamer, and Jeremy invited me over so I couldn't help but, you know, come over. Yeah, yeah. So today, my buddy Jairus came over. He's a huge gamer like Elisa and I, and we're going to talk about some video games. And speaking of E3 and Elisa, we are going to talk about releases from E3 this year. And oh boy, are there a lot of them. A oh, lot of interesting ones. Oh too. yeah, dude. Ooh, um, where to begin? Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, let's start off with the PlayStation 4, since you and I both have PlayStations. Oh, of course. Alrighty, where to begin? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, that one. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never played the first one. I know you guys are going to hate me too, because I have never played it either, but it does look like a really fun game, and everyone says oh, it's yeah. a fun game. I remember a lot of uh, a lot of mm. my old friends that played it were mentioning how story-driven it is, and how, what is it, just how overall it's a really great uh, game. There's a lot of emotion into it, and how colossal it gets, uh-huh. of course, with your boss fights. But now, when I saw the trailer, I was pretty impressed that it's getting the remake that it deserves. Uh, it looks really, really crisp and really fresh, honestly. Yeah, I heard it's like a real remake too. It's not like a. It's not one of those HD remaster. Yeah, right? which, it's... which are kind of common nowadays. You know, extra bonus money. But uh, for the most part, a remaster is something that a lot of people should look forward to. I I, I was uh, looking at a few um, Facebook posts talking mm-hmm. about talking about Shadow of Colossus, and they were getting a bit upset. They were saying, "Oh yeah, it's just another remaster." But then the company even stated they're just like, "This is not a remaster. This is a remake." And I was like, I was kind of you know laughing to myself. About yeah, it. it's it's kind of funny. But uh, I think overall, there's going to be a lot of people on the edge about it since they've already done a re uh what is it they did an hd remaster yeah for the ps3 uh was it ps3 i think so yeah Uh, i missed that though but uh, a lot of people are like yeah it's just another re-release and then yeah yeah. no 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 it's not a re-release it's a remaster come on guys you guys gotta be able to differentiate if you're a gamer (laughs) yeah yeah seriously so uh blue point games i think is one of the companies working on this along with uh sony's internal development team mm-hmm. so they're building this from the ground up which is going to be amazing oh yeah uh, they're going to have the same gameplay mechanics as the first game but they also have an option for new controls which i think is pretty cool like uh they want to because like before you had to use the the ps2 dualshock <coughs> and then uh in this new remaster or not i'm sorry in this, in this new remake they're gonna have an option for you to use like i guess like uncharted style climbing controls or something to make it more appealing to modern gamers huh okay okay Oh, yeah. okay, okay, I get you now. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I guess it's like, I don't, I've never played the original, so maybe it's like pressing X to jump a certain way or something yeah. like that, you know what I mean? It's a bit archaic in the control scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. that's, I mean, that's a good thing. You can cater to the old audience and also to the new audience. Yep. Which is going to be, you know, uh, an experience for everybody. Yeah, so I mean, overall, it's still going to be a really solid game from what I see and what I've heard. Oh, uh, yeah. The trailer was amazing. It just... I of course you know when the game first came out in what, like 2004 mm-hmm. then I was like oh, I was blown away because I I really wanted to play the game but I didn't own a PS2 at the time and I know yeah. I got a PS2 very late in my life and like 2008 is when I yeah, got a PS2. Yeah, so you got a PS2 late, I got an Xbox late. A lot of people were telling me to get a PS2 but I wanted an Xbox for Halo. <laughs> Which Xbox? The, the 360 or the original? The original Xbox. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was I had a GameCube cuz I'm such a Nintendo fan and then I have one too. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, I got the Xbox a bit nice. late, and everybody was like asking, "Why don't you have a 360?" And I'm just like, "I, I, I don't have." Leave the man now. alone. I know, right? Let just let me alone. enjoy my yeah. games. But uh, for the most part, uh, I did see that a long time ago, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, and mm-hmm. I was thinking how interesting it was because of the you know colossal enemies that you had to fight, which reminds me of God of War because uh, mm-hmm. the bosses that you're uh, yeah, yeah, against. Yeah. I don't remember if there were any games at the time that were similar to that where you're fighting such big. Uh, bosses. I think another one would probably be, you know, Final Fantasy or maybe mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. because they always come up with those kind of uh, large bosses, but not on the scale that I, I think of with Shadow of the Colossus and yeah. with uh, God of War. I, th- I feel like Shadow of the Colossus is one of those games that kind of paved the way for yes. modern gaming bosses in uh-huh. general. And like you just said, God of War, because God of War came out after Shadow of the Colossus, I think. Did it now? Yeah, I think so. And so then that kind of inspired people to. Uh, you know, realize that you can do so much more on the PS2 hardware, mm-hmm. like with these wide open environments and these large scale bosses. Oh yeah, I, I love it when a a console's lifestyle like it's pretty long, and then from the beginning you see games like they seem like you can tell that it's the beginning of their lifestyle, yeah, or of yeah. the console's lifestyle, and then you get later and later into the console's lifestyle where these games are like pressing the like the boundaries of the machine. Mm-hmm. I think a great example for that would be with the 360. Like, you see some of those uh, games, like, I don't remember what one of them was, was like Cameo, Cameo or something like mm-hmm. that. And then you uh, see Halo 4. Yeah. When I remember seeing that cinematic trailer, I was dropped. I was like, wow, that's phenomenal. I yeah, didn't even yeah. think it was the gameplay. But anyhow, moving on. No, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Like, another good example of that is like, uh, what's a game on Wii? What was one of the first games on Wii? Wii Sports. Uh, well, yeah. If you look at, well, I mean, I guess so. If you look at Wii Sports or if you look at, um, I don't know. What were some of the launch titles for the Wii? Uh, Wii? Wii? There was Wii Sports. I know that. Yeah. Um, There was WiiWare or WarioWare. Yeah. And then there was Twilight Princess. Okay. Well, let's put it this way. Look at Twilight Princess and then look at one of the games called The Last Story. For Wii. Oh, yeah. the and last then, story. No, you got to go over Xenoblades. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, that Xenoblade and... Compare Xenoblade story. and um, Twilight Princess. And then, you know, those two games are very far apart in lifespan. Mm-hmm. But um, during at the end of the console's lifespan, it really showed and pushed the hardware of oh, the yeah. Wii. Especially when... Uh, so, there was those three games that were brought over to America... That were regional... No, what was the, what's the word? I don't remember the right word, but they were translated. They brought over to America. It was because of Project Rainfall. Uh-huh. Where a lot of people uh-huh. signed the petition to show that people were interested in these games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xenoblades, Last Story, and there was Pandora's Tower that were brought over. Oh, and okay, these okay. were the last, like, the final JRPGs for the Wii. And honestly, they were, they were really good. The Last Story, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's very fitting. <laughs> it's, it's a very fitting end. <laughs> honestly, the Last Story was... Uh, uh, Nobuo Uematsu from Final Fantasy was one of the composers for it, so uh, I was really ecstatic we'll about We'll talk about that. music later, folks. Uh, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, all right, so going back. Oh, yeah, so um, Sony, I didn't watch too much of the Sony press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, did you check it out? Um, the only other thing that I heard about was Monster Hunter Worlds. Monster Hunter, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah Monster yeah, Hunter yeah. Worlds. A lot of people, a lot of the Monster Hunter fans are getting really excited, I'm sure, because they're finally getting their console game instead of having it on the 3DS, which I'm sure was a bit upsetting for all those uh, PS4 owners or any of those PS uh, PS Vita owners because they weren't able to get their hands on a Monster Hunter game for a while. And I was wondering, Dick, like... What's up? I wonder if they still make games for the Vita because I haven't heard of it uh, released in I, a while. I think it's a dead console at this point. I think it's a dead handheld. Because I, I, Elisa actually owns a Vita and I asked her about it. She's like, yeah, they still do. Just It's slowly dying. It's like, really, oh, they no. do. Like uh, the only game I know about is Persona Four Golden. Right, right, right. And right. that's the one game that I keep on being told to play if I ever had a PS Vita. Yeah, 
So I was, I've been told to do that too, and I haven't picked up Persona 5 yet, but Elise is a huge Persona oh, fan. Oh, I really want to pick that up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she's, uh, she's, she's been talking about it on the podcast while I've been talking about like Yakuza mm-hmm, and like other future games for the PlayStation. Um, yeah, um, so on the list here, oh my God. Call of Duty World War II is one I, of the games shown at the Sony press conference. I don't feel we need another Call of Duty. I mean, I, I, really I think it's cool care. that they're going back to World War II, but, yeah, but I, it's, I mean, it's so old now. The concept is so old. You 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 literally have like five other games that are first person, third person shooters. I think they're all first. For Far Cry is first person, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. There's Far Cry. Anthem is the new one that's released by uh, Bethesda, and what was it? Is um, it Bethesda? Ye- uh... <laughs> Give me a second. I'm no, do, that's I'm fine. Fact check. But for the most part, the the gameplay is going to be similar, where it's kind of gunning it down again. It's Bioware and EA. Yeah. There you for go. So... Anthem. Which I mean, it's not it's not bad. I mean, there are a bunch of games. There are, there are genres, obviously, and people like those genres. But I feel like we don't yep. really need another Call of Duty when they've they're always hammering out another one every single year before a holiday. I'm just like, come on. They have a three year development like on it since they have like three developers working on the game constantly. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Well, I mean, get some money, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I feel like. Once you once you're just going the money route, you're not producing quality games. Oh yeah, no, totally. I see what you mean. I mean, like you're you're just doing it's for profit, you know. All mm-hmm. these companies, they're a business, you know. They got to make money, yeah. so they got to cater to the widest market, which is kids who want to shoot each other <laughs> constantly at a very fast as, pace. As you know, as interesting as it sounds with what with all the news. But anyhow, we're not gonna yeah. get into no, that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Call of Duty is one of the releases. Mm-hmm. Days Gone. Isn't that a zombie game? It's an open world action game set in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, guess it's not a zombie game. I mean, it sounds like it could be. It does. It looks like a zombie game from the screenshot. We're just looking at <laughs> GameSpot's like review of the PS4 games from, or just PlayStation. Destiny games. Two. Uh, mm. I played the first one. I wasn't a huge fan. I had a roommate at the time who was super into Destiny. Like he play, he had all the DLC. He but like put like seventy hours into it, seventy hours plus. Like he probably it was like a full time job for him. Like he put forty hours a week into that game. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, I mean I, like, that's when you know you're really into it. I bought the. I still have the game, but I don't think I'm ever gonna play it ever again. I think I, I might sell it. I had the game. I played it because I got my PS4 from somebody, and they were just like, "Yeah, thanks for helping me out. Here you go." Yeah, I yeah. actually got a PS4 for free, and he gave me <laughs> he gave me three games with it. Uh, Infamous Second Son, uh, Final Fantasy Type Zero, and then Destiny. I tried out Destiny because of all the you know talk that was going yeah, on yeah, with yeah. it. I didn't have PSN at the time, so at a certain point when you play the game, you literally cannot play any further. You need online in order to, to oh, continue yeah. on. And I was like, I was kind of frustrated with that. You know, people could be like, "Oh, you're just being cheap," but I mean, like at the time, I didn't really have a need to play my PS, my PlayStation all the time, mm-hmm. and I was just really curious about the game. I had fun playing destiny but yeah the fact that i couldn't go further beyond like a, like couldn't go beyond a certain point because it was locked behind um internet like yeah i had to have yeah, it yeah, in yeah. order to go further it kind of really frustrated me so i didn't really like that kind of concept but um for the most part you know it's just another shooter game that has rpg uh, elements which just can be can yeah. be something that people yeah, yeah. like but for me it was kind of a pass yeah no i i understand you i, I feel the same way like i don't really i'm not really into shooters for the mmo aspect mm-hmm. i mean with an exception i really like borderlands because i think i like the co-op aspect of borderlands. that one i remember was it uh, there was a prequel kind what was it no it was, border, it was borderlands 2 that had uh co-op and i was playing with my buddy and i did yeah. think it was really funny um the the what is it the art style like the direction they went yeah yeah with that was really funny, and then I remember Claptrap, one of the yeah. funniest characters. Well, I mean, he's not 
I don't know. A lot of people, it's hit and miss with them, but I enjoyed his like sense of humor. It was really yeah, funny. Yeah. No, so I that, did too. that definitely got me on board with it, but I didn't have a console at the time, so I couldn't play the game. Mm-hmm. And I only got to play whenever I went to my roommate's place. So it was it's kind of like, not my roommate, one of my friends. Uh, yeah. I didn't really get Your it. roommate's place. Yeah. It's his bad. room. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend's place, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would go there and I'd play it, but then I wouldn't really get like the sit down and be able to play for a long while and enjoy it. Uh, kind of, uh, what is it? Feel. Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. But I did I did like it for what I was playing. Ooh, Despite yeah. the fact I was talking about gun games earlier. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, Detroit Become Human. Uh, don't know what that is. Uh, you know David Cage? Mm-hmm. He made... um, What's that game? Damn. <laughs> the game with... We get to make choices. Uh, rain, hard, heavy oh, Rain. The, heavy the, Rain. The, tri- the trilogy game? The trilogy series where it's like those kind of games? Oh, I, I, I know yeah. Heavy Rain is one of them. There's yeah, yeah. another two. but I don't I don't know the other two. But uh, it was like a movie kind of and you had to like make choices. Yeah, I, I just remember yeah. Super Best Friends and there's another kind of group that would play the games. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. God now we can War. talk about this. God of War. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of God of War in my it's, life. Neither have I. I just remember looking up a lot of cinematics because I was curious, and my brother, being curious too, was showing me all these death scenes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So I did get to see the last boss battle with, um, uh, I think his name's Kratos. Yeah. Kratos, and I believe it's Zeus. Yeah. And Sounds about right. It was pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I was confused as to how there was a new setting. You know, we had... Was it Roman Greek mythology? Greek mythology is Zeus, right? It's Greek, yeah. yeah. And now we're, I believe it's like, I don't know what the origin is, but it's like they're in Valhalla, you know, all those kind of gods. I feel like that's how they're it is. They're on Olympus, which is like the mountain where all like the deities live. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's what it is. I think but so. um, yeah, it's just like new setting. He's got new gods to fight with. And then he's now, he now has a son. That's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what happened after three i don't know what happened in between maybe they're gonna go over that with yeah. uh god of war this new god of war which it honestly looks really good yeah no seriously sorry if you hear bumping audience it's uh we're in my room and in my room um above me the tenants are like stomping on the floor so <laughs> i think they have kids whatever so if you, yeah <laughs> I got they're playing party. games they're yeah, watching yeah, they're, they're watching the conference and they're mad <laughs> they're mad at call of duty <laughs> Uh, God of War, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds. Oh, it's new DLC. DLC. Yeah. DLC. I did not play that game. I didn't either. Um, oh, Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom Infinite. Okay, so this one, it's just... I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom is pretty enjoyable. I liked uh, the the other games, but from what I remember is that if you get comboed, you're dead. <laughs> yep, pretty much. There are and, people that are really, really good at this game that I will yeah. never fight ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing about this one, though, is that I feel like they're going for a more story-driven kind of uh thing for it because i mean you can you can see like they're just the trailers that they're bringing they're showing what is it sigma from uh Mega Man x the mm-hmm. main villain and then they have ultron from the marvel universe so as the yeah. main villain and they they like literally what is it they they fusion yep well, they like can you force yeah fusion they, together. they fusion they yeah. dragon ball z fusion and, they have a weird like mix of their names yeah i Oh, you know, Sigma Ultron, I think it is. I think it's literally just their Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's creative. (laughs) Uh, The uh, the one thing that I can't get behind is the way their voicing is. It's literally just the voice actors' lines just slapped onto each other, which I feel like it doesn't work well. I feel like it would have been better if they had one person's voice and then they just, like, meshed it or or mixed with it in a a DAW. It would have sounded way better. They're trying to go for that that cheesy, like, storyline... I think it, I I think it'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. 
Uh, let's see what's next up on Monster the Hunter World. Of course, that one. I like we mentioned earlier. I feel it's going to be a big hit, especially because it's on PC too, right? Yes, PC and wow. PS4. I, is it cross console? I don't know. Mm, if it is, I feel like that's going to be a very big, big like hit. Oh yeah, totally. I I know that with Minecraft. Minecraft, they're finally doing cross console. They uh, said that like years ago that they would do that. Yeah, but now it's finally coming to fruition. Oh, which I think God. is a good thing. There's a lot of people that play uh, Minecraft, especially a bunch of kids, and you know, for like for a while they they'd be barred behind different consoles. But now that it's cross console, they play with their friends all the time. I know it's gonna be crazy. The kind oh, of stuff that they're gonna do. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna have massive servers. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna need massive servers for this. <laughs> it's gonna be a blast <laughs> yeah i mean like maybe there'll be a new minecraft resurgence after a while you know? oh yeah seriously i mean minecraft uh i i did play it for a bit but i didn't Same. really get well no okay that's a bit of a lie i did get into it yeah <laughs> um, but after a while it did fall off with me i, I stopped playing because uh you know it's just after some time you kind of go and do better things like, oh yeah like your PS4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you finally get one, you're like, yes. yeah. Yeah, you finally playing actual console games. I'm not saying that that's totally. not a console game, but it did yeah, start yeah, on yeah. a PC. It did, yeah. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is next, and then Spider Man. Uh, did you see this? I did. It was really cool. It actually looks really good. Yeah. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was Sony like, Sonyx making it. I I was like, what is what is going on? Spider Man's back, and they have Yuri Lowenthal as the voice actor. I believe. Wow. Yuri Lowenthal, do you do you know the voice actor? No. He's famous for doing his Sasuke role for Naruto. <laughs> yes. In the English dub? Yes. The oh, English I've dub. never watched the English dub. Oh my god. I'm <laughs> I watched the English though. That's how I got into anime mostly. Uh, but for the most part, it's um, this looks really good. I'm not gonna lie. I never really played the. Well, I did play the one for the 64, which I did like, and I've heard mixed things about the other ones that have come. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this one might be its redemption time. Like it, yep. I feel like the Spider-Man, uh, video game, uh, its video game counter counterpart would uh, will come back uh, with this installment. Which I feel looks really good. Yeah. Looks and I mean I haven't gotten to play it, but looking at it from the gameplay, it's it's just like another beat 'em up. It reminds me of Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and I think that's what they're trying to go for. Mm, I know? don't I'm not against it. Like, yeah, same here. It looks like, fine. I'm like, all for it. I, I hope they I hope they do that, you know. Because mm. I want this game to be separate from the Marvel cinematic universe. I really want it to so that they can have more creative freedom. I I really am hoping it's not gonna be like the movie, like whatever new Spider-Man movie there is, I hope oh, to God. No, 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 I don't think so. I okay. don't think it. Yeah, otherwise they would have used the same voice actor, okay, or they would have used the same actor, Tom Holland, to play Spider-Man. That's a good point. And they didn't use him, so that's good. Yeah, because uh, generally I feel like movie or games that turn, that come from movies aren't really good. Yeah, that's, no, that's yeah, no, yeah. You're you're right. We <laughs> we talked. At least I talked about that too before. Uh, Skyrim VR, we could skip that. I don't want to talk about Skyrim. Skyrim. Uncharted, the new DLC, The Lost Legacy, um, looks really good. If I remember correctly, they just showed the trailer. They didn't really show. That's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's all like the highlights from PlayStation's conference. Um, we'll just touch on kind of our favorites from others of other other conferences. Um, for Xbox, was it Xbox? No, Ubisoft. Xbox released the or they announced the Xbox One X, which is ridiculous. <laughs> it does not does not slide off the tongue, honestly. It Xbox doesn't. One X. Someone there were like so many memes posted like XX Xbox One XX. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of those old yeah. gamer tags. Oh, you gotta love it. 
It's great. Um, I honestly feel they could have done titling way better, but uh, when some someone pointed out to me, it kind of spells out Xbox, which I think is kind of cool, but not cool enough because the titling scheme is really, mm, it's not the best in my opinion. Yeah. And then the one thing I feel like they were throwing out a lot was 4K. Yeah, they they just kept saying the word 4K over and over again. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that they're jumping on to, like, the future kind of thing, but yeah. it's kind of... Nah, okay, E3, E3, yeah, you show your new consoles and all that, yep. but for the most part, you show your games. Yeah. Um, I know they showed their games and all that, but I feel like they were definitely just trying to sell this console more than their games. Yes, definitely. Mm, just I, I remember watching one of these videos that were I think it was from Dunkey. <laughs> yeah, summar- yeah, yeah, yeah. He was summarizing the co- the conference yeah. for Microsoft. It was like 4K, 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 <laughs> and then I was like, that's that's hilarious. Um, don't get me wrong, I do I am I do really appreciate like, all the games that are going to be coming out on there. Um, Anthem does look promising, so I'm I'm going to yeah. be keeping my eye out on that. But like I said, it's kind of mm, the the console or the conference was questionable <laughs> yeah it was probably the weakest of all the conferences that were shown mm-hmm. uh the biggest thing about me with the xbox one x is that it has backwards compatibility ah uh, yes to the xbox right. like the very first generation xbox games so i was like oh that's pretty cool i mean it's very bold that microsoft did that with their new console <laughs> um play, of course you know play, they're looking at playstation now like all right sony what are you guys gonna do with your console are you gonna make it backwards compatible and of course sony's like no we're not gonna do that because they already have games available on the market for you to buy mm-hmm. that are backwards compatible on quotes um but yeah i mean the microsoft press conference is all right it's kind of funny though if you remember the what is it the release of the 360 and the ps3 or was it no the the xbox was it i don't remember which one it was but microsoft made the move where they're like no we're gonna do the dmr or something like that drm dr was that it yeah because i remember your consoles have to be on online all the time yeah that was like two years ago right i i don't remember yeah. so long but i just remember the backlash they had from yes. it and ps4 like sony yes. was like we're gonna ca- capitalize on this we're backwards compatibility everybody was like yeah, yeah i remember the video everybody was getting really excited and they're really happy about that i think they're learning from that well it's because like at the time microsoft was like we're going to be dr we were going to be drm only you can only be play our games if you're online which means that gamestop was going to be put out of business because there's no way you could buy new game or used games otherwise you can't you know be online all the time mm-hmm. uh, i think that's what the argument was uh and then um, Sony was like, this is how you trade games. And they just showed a guy giving another guy a game. Like, this is it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, Sony, you guys are like, killing it right now. You guys are amazing. That's so funny. Uh, I bought a PS4 after, like before that, so it didn't really matter to me. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm happy with my PS4. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but yeah, so Microsoft press conference, eh, whatever. Uh, Bethesda <laughs> announced Evil Within 2 and Wolfenstein The New Order, which I thought... I'm sorry, Wolfenstein The New Colossus, which is, which is the sequel to The New Order, and I thought that was... Really good. I, I'm. I played the first one, the new order, and I really like the storyline and where they're going with it. And uh, the new Colossus looks gonna. Do, it's gonna be ten times better than the first game. Hopefully. I actually didn't get to play the first, or the remake. I was really curious about it though. Apparently, it's set in a world where Nazis are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won the World War Two. So every Wolfenstein game, so f- well, I guess with the exception of one, all the Wolfenstein games from Return to Castle Wolfenstein in two thousand and one or two thousand, whenever it came out, until now are all in the same continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all, they kind of reference each other in the past. Um, the last game, New Order, without spoiling anything, Jairus, for you because I think I should, I really think you should play it because it's okay. a really good solid first person experience. Okay, like the game, the first like new the New Order is only single player. There's no multiplayer aspect. If I 
recall correctly. And it's jam-packed full of heart and story and character, and you're going to love it. Like, like, I've never seen a shooter since Half-Life 2 that was full of this much story that made me attached to the characters. Okay. Um, basically, you're in World War II, and you uh, you something happens to you, and you wake up, and you're in an alternate history 1960s U.S., or just a 1960s world where the Nazis rule the world. Uh-huh. And uh, this continues that narrative, basically, with the Nazis taking over and you're trying to fight back. So it's pretty cool. That does seem exciting, honestly. Yeah. Uh, seeing how this potential world could have came about in a video game perspective, honestly, it sounds really exciting. I would love to play through it. I just oh, yeah, need, to, totally. need to get my hands on the game. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. Um, there's also a TV series called The Man in the High Castle, mm-hmm. which is based on a book by Philip K. Dick, who wrote Do uh, Android's Dream of Electric Sheep, which is... Basically, the premise for Blade Runner. That actually sounds real. That's a really interesting title. Yeah. I like that. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. But so anyways, Man in the High Castle is about if the Nazis and the Japanese Empire took over World War II. There's an Amazon series based on it. Uh, basically, the Japanese take over San Francisco in the show, and they show <laughs> they show San Francisco covered in Japanese Empire flags. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, they show New York covered in Nazi flags. I'm like, someone, on, someone made a set. Like, someone went to somewhere like, in the location. They draped Nazi flags in the public to shoot this show <laughs> and that must have been weird going to class and like a college being like is that what a Nazi is, flag yeah, on the side of the campus what is going on yeah get, get all those uh, like I don't even know what they're called neo-Nazis I feel yeah neo-Nazis yeah, get, all get, get them out of here yeah. Yeah, get off my lawn <laughs> no but yeah um, yeah so definitely check out Wolfenstein the New Order the New mm-hmm. Colossus is going to be a really good game I, I mean I hope it, it hope it will be other than that Bethesda um, announced Doom VR and Skyrim VR let me just say, I'm tired of Skyrim. It's yeah, been I so don't think long. I don't think you're the only one. It's been five years since Skyrim got released. Five years! And in those very five years, they've re-released it multiple times. Yeah, it's Even, like the Resident Evil 4 of Bethesda. Resident <laughs> Evil 4 is on every console now. I know, but I feel like it wasn't as announced as Skyrim was. Is, is. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. The one thing that I feel is kind of good with the Skyrim being re-released yeah, is yeah, that yeah. it's being re- uh, released on the Switch, which is going to be kind of good for Switch owners if yeah. they've never played it before. Plus, you do get that DLC where it's going to have all the Nintendo exclusive kind of things. Right, right. But I do feel that you could have already had something along the lines of that with the PC version if you had right. it on Steam where people just mod things. Oh, so have you played it before? Um, I actually played a bit of it, but I did not like it. Do you have... Oh, okay. I was going to say, did you own it or... Yeah, I owned it. Um, but I give I like uh, okay. traded it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've actually never played Skyrim, and you can go ahead and hate me for that. But I'm actually, uh, at the time, I I just didn't feel like I wanted to buy Skyrim yet. I wanted all the DLC to come out. But then Fallout Four came out. And my brother got that for my oh, birthday, boy. <laughs> and I was so invested in Fallout Four that I forgot that Skyrim existed. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I will have to check out Skyrim. I guess this is a way for the world telling me go play Skyrim if it's on uh, everything. I don't I know. Because like, I, played, I played Oblivion, and I was a huge fan of Oblivion, which okay. is the game before that. Well, maybe, maybe you might be into yeah, it yeah. then. No, I, I really like Bethesda's open world games, but like uh, the Elder Scrolls series and Fallout are like two of my favorite series that mm-hmm. Bethesda makes. So I think I'll like Skyrim. I just I need the time, you know? I don't like, know if we have the time anymore. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. We're adults and we're working and we make money. But honestly, that's why I'm telling you to play Wolfenstein the New Order because mm-hmm. you could play it in short bursts and you'll still have time to do other stuff too. Sweet. Yeah, I don't know. With the Skyrim at the time when it was out, there was another game called Dragon's Dogma, which, ah. I, which I enjoyed way more. The combat was just way more up my alley. Oh, no, I I, I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. All right. Um, something must touch on EA real quick. I know they talk about... <sighs> Everyone hates EA, and I do too, to some extent. But A Way Out was one of the games that they announced, which was like a brother co-op game where you're two brothers mm-hmm. who are escaping from 
uh, prison, and you're it's like a two D side scroller. Like the company previously made, um, Tale of Two Sons. Yeah, Tale of Two Sons, like Brothers of Tale of Two Sons, and that game was really really good. I didn't play it, but I saw a lot of reviews on it, and a lot of people said it was really good. So this game looks to be very ambitious with the, the way, yeah, with the co op and the way that they do two player storytelling. So we'll see. I think that's really really nice though, really neat because there's. I mean, obviously, with a bunch of games nowadays, they're going to have a sort of campaign, and then you can kind of co-op it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this 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 uh, studio mm-hmm. is focusing on the co-op. Like, they want to deliver a co-op experience. I, I remember them talking about how it's still going to be, like, it's it's going to be split screen, Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And then, regardless of whether you're going to be doing it local or online, mm-hmm. if you do it online, it's still going to be split screen. They want you to experience... What the other person is seeing, or something along yeah, the lines yeah, of that, yeah. which I think is kind of cool. Um, having a more co-op experience, uh, I feel, is going to be a really neat way for uh, gamers, like really close friends, to bond more. Uh, it just kind of, I don't know, you get a really fun experience with them. I mean, not saying that you don't already get that when you yeah, play yeah. games like I don't know, like say, what, what's a, what's a good co-op game? Um, I don't know, like Monster Hunter for 3DS. You can mm-hmm. play with your friends. Online. Borderlands. <laughs> Borderlands. There you yeah. go. And then also Halo with the co-op co- campaign. Those yes. are those are really nice. Those are always fun. Um, <laughs> throwing grenades on each other and running out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, with this one, it's just it's strictly going to be co-op oriented. So I feel that's going to be really nice to to have in the gaming market. Um, no, yeah, I think the world needs just more co-op games in general. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of co-op games, real quick, going back to Microsoft. They announced uh, the release date for Cuphead. I don't know if you know the game Cuphead. Uh, oh, I, I've seen that. I, it looks it's like really old school cartoon, like nineteen thirties style yeah. artwork, and I thought that was really cool. Like, it kind of looks like Popeye a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, you go, Popeye. I, and old I thought that, school yeah, movie. yeah. And I really like that. So it's a two player co op game. It's a platformer, right? Yeah, it's a platformer. It's gonna be released on Xbox One, probably the One X, and also Steam. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that. I have not looked into any much of it. All I know is that I've seen like some. Um, it, visuals of it, and, yeah, and that's all you need to honestly. <laughs> it's really you know catering back to that time. <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally. Oh, um, though you did mention EA, there is also Battlefront Two. Yes, yes, I was actually I almost forgot about that. That was the one thing I was thinking about. It, I think. Okay, so I love Star Wars. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. Uh, um, although I heard with the re-release or the the Battlefront that they made, the recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's gorgeous and all that, there were yeah, a lot of flaws. Right. Uh, yes. What with EA being the yes. <laughs> the yes. you know the place that they released from, um, but I heard that from this second one they actually heard the feedback and they are um, patching all that up. Mm-hmm. What was it? Apparently, when you wanted to play as a hero, there would be like a an emblem that's or not yes. emblem, some sort of em- or physical thing that you had to go to to mm-hmm. pick it up and mm-hmm. get it. This time around, they got rid of that, which I feel was really nice for a lot of people because instead of everybody like running for it yeah um what they're doing instead is that they're having it objective based you get a bunch of points yes and for doing certain objectives you'll get more points and then you can buy um you can buy that you can be a hero you can use a vehicle and the one thing i'm really excited about is because i played the original star wars battlefront 2 is they brought back classes yeah and i'm just like that is very exciting because i remember that yeah having it on a grand scale where you're playing with everybody and then where you're doing different classes adds a lot of variety to the to the gameplay or to like the the battlefield yeah it's gonna be very exciting i cannot wait yeah no i i played the very first battlefront on pc Mm -hmm. and i also played battlefront 2 on ps2 with my brother and we did the split scene co-op the entire time yes and that game is amazing and uh when they announced that because i actually sunk like 80 plus hours into 
um, oh, yeah. into the 2015 version. Oh, wow. Yeah, so our mutual friend, Victor, we, we played together for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But we realized this game is stupid because <laughs> like, we didn't buy the DLC because it was too expensive and we didn't want to spend money on it because yes. we didn't feel like it was justified if we bought the DLC. Mm-hmm. And that's where the player base severed. There were people who bought the DLC and there were people that didn't buy the DLC. It's basically what Battlefield was before, the original Battlefield games. Like, Well, not original. But from Battlefield 3 and up is where the player, the player base would be split between people who bought all the nice DLC and the people that didn't buy all yeah. the DLC. So Victor and I were the people playing Battlefront that did not buy the DLC. So mm-hmm. there was a playing smaller... vanilla. Yeah, so there was a smaller player pool for us. Mm-hmm. So we didn't always get matches all the time. Oof. And yeah, and, and, and you're right about the, the emblems on the ground. You had to pick up the hero emblem and there were always people scrambling for the different emblems. So like Battlefront 2, you could just get into a vehicle and go or you could just like spawn as a hero if you kill a certain amount of people. Yes. And I really liked that about the game because it was kind of fair and it was justified. With the Battlefront 2015... You had to just pick up a power up and then oh you're a ship. I'm like this is stupid. I don't. I pick up a, a an X wing power up and I suddenly appear into an X wing. I'm like this is stupid. <laughs> this is really stupid. But it looks like from Battlefront to the new release coming out later this year, they're actually going to have you jump into ships and stuff like that. I it's, I hope so. It's later this year. Yeah, it's Woo! later this year. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this game, there there is no there is no paid DLC, which is great. Mm. Uh, I think they had extra help from like Criterion and uh, another studio. So it wasn't just Dice working on this game, which is great. Uh, they have a separate single player campaign, which is really yes, great. Yes, let's yeah. touch upon that. Yeah, which I am actually very interested in. Yes, because all the time you're, you're usually getting the good side of the story. Yeah, uh, you do hear. I mean, uh, barring the other exceptions of the Star Wars series, because there are a lot of games, and some of them do go along the lines of the. Uh, the dark side, but this one I feel is a bit interesting because uh, what is it? She's a stormtrooper, right? Yes, the she's like character. a special forces stormtrooper, mm-hmm. and it's it's literally right during the time Return of, of the Jedi at yes. the end, yeah. And then uh, what is it? The Death Star blows up, mm-hmm. and they're like stranded. They're like wondering what to do. I yeah. remember. So they have to regroup with the rest of the forces that were fighting the rebels. I'm like, mm-hmm. you never get to see this. Yes. And the great, the best part about this is that it's canon. To the oh, entire franchise, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah, Lucasfilm was like, this is canon, so you get to play as someone from the end of 6 all the way up to 7. I was like, that's awesome. You that get to is, see what happens I'm, to I'm, the Empire during the 30-year gap when they become the First Order. Yes, I'm really excited to see what happens because, I don't know, it just, you you get to play as this person who's a Stormtrooper. You don't get yeah, to do yeah. that as much. I mean, not just, like, in Battlefront where you're playing as a Stormtrooper, just, like, some other nameless person. No, yeah, you're yeah. playing... A character, and you get to see, you get to live through what happened for them, yep. their side. They believe they were in the right kind of thing. I think that's what it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those, it's morality. You know, yeah. like uh, Adam Driver was talking about playing Kylo Ren. He was saying like, there's, there's something where you, you think you're being right, and there's something like, and then there's the verses that is evil. Like he's saying that his character believes that he's doing the right thing, and like he, there's, there, there's a moral compass where it's not really good, and it's not really bad. It's like. Your belief is what defines you, and I was yes. like, "Oh, good job." I, see, I love it when things, when games get, or just stories have something that complex in it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like I feel should be the standard for any kind of, uh, if you want to create a really driven storyline, uh, it should have something along the depths of that. It's, no, I agree. It's I agree. Really good. Anyhow, that's a really good thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Ubisoft they announced. Um, <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil 2, which has been in development for very a very long time. 2003 is when the last uh, Beyond Good and Evil came out. Apparently, this game isn't tied to the first game. Like, it's a oh. prequel to the first game. Like, it's still oh. tied. It's in the same universe. It's just, um, uh, this description here says, Beyond Good and Evil 2 will be a prequel set before the game's protagonist, Jade, has been born. So this might be as Jade's mother because they have the same colored eyes and they kind of look the same uh-huh. hair-wise, uh, which opens the door Ooh. to all sorts of interesting narrative possibilities. 
Um, if if this does really well, we might see a remaster of the first one. Yeah. So here's actually what happened before they actually re re they remastered the game already. Oh, they did. Yeah. It's on it's on Steam right now. You can go ahead and play it. I I own it on Steam. Okay. Um, it's an HD remaster, meaning that oh. they took the original like uh, what's console what is on was it on like N sixty four or whatever, uh, and then they just up the the assets a little bit and made it look prettier. It was on the N sixty four. I don't remember what console it was. It probably was on N sixty four. Don't quote me on that, anyone. And then uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they just up the assets to make it look prettier, mm-hmm. um, and that's about it. So uh, if they remake the game, I think that'll be better. Like with this engine, yes. if they remake it, oh, le- yeah, holy crap, that yeah. would be beautiful. Or maybe they'll pull like a. a a Halo, where they have the, the the HD on top of like the original game, so that you could just switch between graphics. I thought that was a really cool, nice touch to the Master Chief collection, oh, and just yes. the, all the HD collections of the Halo. It games. was amazing. I, I I'm if you can't tell, I kind of really like Halo. No, no, yeah, <laughs> me too. Like I I've never played Halo Two Remaster yet, the uh, HD anniversary edition. I really okay. want to. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. If you ever do get your hands on it, it's definitely worth the play. If especially if you really like the Halo series, I do. And Halo Two is my favorite game in yes, the entire franchise. Yes, I really did like Halo Two. Um, yeah, so Ubisoft, they also announced uh, Mario and Rabbids. I'm not too excited about that game. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. I laughed really hard when I saw that. I did too. It, it's a good thing for Nintendo. Like, they're finally breaking breaking, breaking their mold where they're like, yeah, we're not going to release our things right, on different right, kind right. of uh, platforms. Or yeah. not, not that, but like for other studios. But they're finally kind of, well, I mean, they've already done a few things, but... I feel like they're gradually opening it up, opening up to more ideas. I just wish it wasn't this one. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that it's bad. It honestly, it kind of. I like my strategy RPGs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. More tactical kind of things. So this one, I would be willing to play, but I wouldn't buy. Basically, saying yeah. I would, I'd borrow it from somebody. So if you were at a Target and you saw it sitting there, <laughs> and you're gonna like, oh hey, that's Mario and Rabbids. Would you go up and play it? No, no, I, <laughs> no. Okay, I. <laughs> Mario. When you think of when you think of Mario, you think of uh, 3D platforming or like Mario Odyssey. Yes. Okay. Holy crap. We'll talk about that in a second. Yes. Yeah. Um. So you think about that, you know, platforming Mario or exploration kind of thing. You yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. about it with Raving Rabbids, which I don't even remember what that's for. That's from uh, Rayman, the game series Rayman. They were they were like a Rayman party game or something, and then they got so popular. They're, they're basically they got popular. They're basically minionized. People. Oh people no. Loved, people didn't love. The main character. They didn't like Rayman. They liked the rabbits. So they they separated Rayman and the rabbits. How come I don't remember any of this? It's okay. It's, <laughs> it's better that you don't remember it it's at okay. all. It's okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It's better that you don't remember. I mean, like I, like I mentioned, it's a good thing that they're finally opening up Mario to other ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's good. I just, like I mentioned, wish it was something different. <laughs> there, was a, yeah. there was a meme... Uh, that's already been released, where they're, where Nintendo is talking about how their their next possible um, collaboration is like Assassin's Creed Donkey Kong edition. Oh my and god! And I started laughing so hard. It was just like it was clearly they didn't say that, but like of course somebody yeah. was like, yeah, let me just throw this together. Yeah, it was yeah. really funny. That's awesome. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Donkey Kong edition. Oh uh, god, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like like you said, Nintendo's been branching out. They're doing mobile games now. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, Fire Emblem's coming out on on mobile. Oh yeah, no, no, it's already out. Uh, oh, it's already out. Fire Emblem Heroes. It's, right, right. That's what it's called. Uh, I did play a bit of it, but it's not up my alley. I mean, yeah. I did play it for a bit, but uh, the hype died for me. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But it's just like it's it's a testament to how Nintendo was evolving. You know, they already announced the online service for the Switch. Oh yeah, you know, twenty bucks a year or something. But the thing that you get from it is that you get their first. I I don't know how far they're going with the generations yeah, yeah. of their their consoles, but you get the library of the NES is what I yeah I, I, I yeah me, that's so cool. Which I think is a really good idea 20 bucks a year yeah that's what my coworker told me today i was like i think that's a really good idea actually yeah i mean like netflix is 10 bucks a month 
And then if you think, oh wow! So then, yeah, twenty bucks a year—that's a steal. And what, what is it? What, what is Microsoft and PSN? I They're, think it's sixty bucks a year. It's yeah, fifty, sixty bucks a year for PSN. Holy god, that's a steal! Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if you think about it, PSN and uh, the three or Xbox, when you do their uh, online, they do have that certain thing where you can download games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their selected games. Yeah, yeah, like the free games of the month. I think yeah, and Nintendo some of them are yeah. some of them are really good. Oh, yeah. Nintendo's basically doing that but with their old school games, which yes. I mean, people love the classics. Yeah, I mean like the NES the NES classic is a testament to how people want to play the old games. You know? It's also a testament to saving the entire video game you know what is it? Uh if I remember correctly, there was a video game uh depression. Uh at one at one point Video games were going to die. And then Nintendo basically came in and saved that with Donkey Kong, I believe. I don't even know what you're talking I, about. I will, sh- I will yeah, educate yeah, yeah, you later. Yeah, yeah, educate Anyhow, me. We'll go, we'll go back to... Um, educate me after the podcast. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, we'll go back to talking about... Um, you. Wait, we were mentioning Raven. Yeah, Robinson we were talking about Mar- Ubisoft and Raving Rabbids. Um, which is obviously a really interesting idea. Yeah. If you're into that tactical stuff, it looks like it could be fun. Uh, like I said earlier, I wouldn't buy it, but if somebody had it and they were willing to lend it to me, I'd be more than inclined to try it out because it yeah. looks like it's up my alley. But as I mentioned, not gonna, not yeah. something that I'd buy. <laughs> so before we move on to Nintendo, there's two more things that I want to touch on on Ubisoft. The first is uh, Far Cry Five. I played four. I didn't Ooh. play Primal. I'm, I'm, I played one and I played two. Of the Far Cry series, the one set in Africa was the second one where you had malaria. It was basically a malaria simulator because you, you had to keep taking pills every like every like thirty minutes to an hour, oh my and then God. and you had to say you survived. If you didn't survive, then you would like I think it would kill you at the end of the game or oh. in, during the game. So that game was kind of dumb. I didn't play three, although three got a lot of really good reviews. I played four on the PS4, solid game, really good game. I didn't play Primal because it was basically a copy of four, but set in like the mesozoic era or something i've I've heard there was one particular one where it was like a dlc version where it's the blood dragon yeah i heard a bunch about that like, yeah it's like it 80s from, music yeah yeah like yeah it was a, time. it's basically like 80s cyberpunk yeah it, it was um part it of, really cool yeah, yeah it, was, it was dlc for far cry 3 and it was a separate storyline that everyone loved and i've never played it but i really want to play it it looks really cool yeah it does <laughs> it does look really cool it looks like um what's that short film that came out with like the karate guy on youtube what well, the '80s movie where Thor comes and there's a T-Rex and stuff. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. What? Okay, you're oh gonna my have to god, it's bothering me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, what's that movie? It's okay. It's okay. Uh, someone's gonna say it in the comments or something. But um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? Far oh Cry. yeah. So the Far Cry, Far Cry Five is set in Montana, in Hope County, Montana. So it's the first game that's not it's modern time. Well, it is modern time. Yeah. Everyone thought it was gonna be a western, and I was like, oh, maybe not. Um. Yeah, it was. It's uh, it's set in the U.S. I think it's the very first Far Cry game set in the U.S. That's not an island. That's not Africa. Mm-hmm. And not too bad. Judging from the trailer that I saw, I've never I've never played any of the original yeah. or any of the prior Far Cry games. This one looks interesting. Um, just because of how controversial it is. Yeah, I'm already seeing a lot of. I I can already feel how much backlash is going to come from this. Where. Uh, what is it like the Christian people or like some sort of religious? They're like sector? a cult. They're yeah. in the game. They're a cult. Yeah, and then like, I I don't know. It just kind of reminiscent of how hardcore Christians can get. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spark any con- like any kind of discussion on this, but it just seems like it could get really Oh, yeah. I mean, the far- a lot of the Far Cry games have been controversial because of the violence that they, that they use. Mm-hmm. And I think this game will cause a lot of other controversial aspects to come out of it since it's touching on religion and violence yes. and how those two intertwine. And oh, so, yes. Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see... I have a lot of high expectations for Far Cry 5. There's a lot of... Far Cry has is known to be a really good quality series from a first-person perspective, so 
we'll see what happens there. The other mm-hmm. game I want to talk about was um, Assassin's Creed. I'm not a huge Assassin's Creed fan by Neither any means. I. I don't really care for the franchise, but I will say that the ancient Egypt setting does look cool. Yeah, uh, seeing a what is it a person of color as the main character. If I remember correctly, it was like uh, it was a person of color. Um, was it Jake Gyllenhaal? I'm just kidding. Prince I don't know. He was, just, he was like brown. Um, oh, okay. And it looked really cool, like just the the Egyptian setting. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen much beyond that. I didn't really. I like I meant like you mentioned. You aren't really into the Assassin's Creed um, franchise. I'm not either. The last one I played was Brotherhood. Yeah. And I liked that game, but for the most part, I don't really play it anymore because yeah, yeah. if I remember correctly it's just literally the same thing over and over again it's literally the Call of Duty like business module mod, model yeah. for Assassin's Creed at one point Assassin's Creed was having two releases a year at one point they had four releases in one year uh, yeah that's how much Ubisoft thought people wanted to play Assassin's Creed but then they realized after the game set in Paris Unity the, the four player co-op game that they realized that people were like tired of Assassin's Creed uh-huh. because when Unity came out the game was very broken and the community was so mad at Ubisoft for releasing a broken game and that's that where EA I believe started getting their backlash Ubisoft? no Ubisoft yeah Ubisoft. Ubisoft started getting so much backlash they're like okay we're gonna halt development on the next Assassin's Creed or they're gonna postpone it until like they're gonna keep working on it until it's like a really good full release mm-hmm. and then Which Syndicate honestly, came out honestly it should be that way all the time oh yeah no any game should be like that when it comes mm-hmm. out but Syndicate yeah Syndicate was the one set in Britain and you play like brother and sister um, and it was apparently okay like it wasn't the best Assassin's Creed because everyone considers the Ezio Auditori trilogy 2, 3, and 4 or whatever 2, 3, and 3 and a half to be like the best 3 Assassin's Creed games which mm-hmm. I've never played them so okay sure whatever yeah, you say I can't say anything yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the new Assassin's Creed looks interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Uh, so now, really quickly, the Nintendo... Oh, are you going to say something? Yeah, I wanted to mention something. So there was one of the Assassin's Creed uh, yeah. games called Black Flag. Oh, yeah, the, the pirate one. the one thing about that that I remember a lot of my friends talking about was like the pirate ship battles, which were really cool. You're uh-huh. literally going to be getting that in a single game called Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. But you don't get off the ship, though. You're, you're just the ship. I, I thought it looked really cool, though. Like, it's, it's uh, what is it? It's more strategy-oriented. Um, yeah. Uh, from the cinema, or from the gameplay that they were doing, that they were going over, the gameplay demonstration, they were going about talking about different ships yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like, different enemies and all that. And at one point, I remember some guys like, yeah, that that ship over there had to sacrifice themselves so we could get all the loot. And I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit, that's intense. That's pretty right, cool. Pardon my language. Um, it's okay. It, no, you can curse. <laughs> okay, but yeah. it was just uh, seeing that uh, brought, like, strictly into an actual, like, game. I thought it was really cool. I, I would try it out. Uh, I'm yeah. a bit on the fence about it, though, because, like, having that as the entire gameplay model, or, like, as the entire game itself. Yeah. I feel if there's no variation or no variety to it, there's nothing else that you can do. You can't get off. You can't like explore. Yeah, anywhere yeah, else. yeah. I think it could get a bit, um, could get a bit stale. But for the most part, if anything, that just means that the combat or the the gameplay will just be that polished to the point that maybe it's not going to get stale because of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, but like I said, I'm I'm really I'm really liking the idea for it because how many games do you see where it's it's based on like ship battles that's kind of cool yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there are some other games that are like that right now oh, really? there's one in alpha on steam I forgot what it's called uh, it's uh, you, you it's third person like uh, no I'm sorry it's first person perspective and mm-hmm. you have to run around You have, someone has to sail a ship someone has to fire the cannon someone has to look out oh and wow then, and then when you when you ram to an enemy ship or you take down an enemy ship you can physically board it with your sword and gun and you can kill the other people what game is this? 
uh, Black Wake. I think it's on Steam. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, here okay. let me. I'll show you real quick. I have my laptop right that here. Sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I just like the idea of this pirate uh pirate themed games because um I feel like that's a that's an area that people can, what is it, expand on for gaming. Oh yeah, no, totally. I mean, like, I feel like just video games in general that touch on oh, upon wow, the pirate very positive. theme. Yeah, yeah. I think it just pirates just have a resurgence in in video games. Yeah, just just look at this. We're watching kind of like a gameplay trailer on Steam. Uh, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. You can That's like, funny. yeah, yeah. See, you have to like get the the thing to light the cannon. Then you mm-hmm. have to shoot the cannon. You have to load the cannon. Um, you have swords. You have guns. You have to reload the guns in a very slow manner. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this looks like to be a really promising game. Like, mm-hmm. it's an alpha right now on Steam. Ah, okay. Um, okay. I I actually prefer this game more than, than the one that than the one that they released that mm-hmm. uh, yeah they talked about in E three because. I, I want to work as a team. Mm-hmm. With the oh, game God. they talk about in E3, you it looks like you're playing with the ship by yourself. Yeah. Like you control the entire ship by yourself. If I, remember correctly. I I feel like playing a game like this that's team-based yeah. is a little bit more fun. Yeah, look at it. I mean, uh, I, if I saw it correctly, there was a guy repairing yeah. the damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really cool. And then you yeah. have other people. Oh, oh. God, that exploded. Yeah, that dude was gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have other people working on the ship, like lighting the cannons and then right. drinking beer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drinking if, rum. <laughs> you, can, you can be pirates and you can be the British. If you're the British, you get like cups of tea. You drink it like, oh, I'm having some tea. <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal. I, I, I'd be willing to try it. I mean, uh... It definitely does look like a more polished version of, uh, I God, people might skull and me, bones. Yeah, people might put me on a freaking shirt for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'd be willing to play that as well. I'm just saying that the the pirate resurgence for games, I feel, yeah, should yeah. be like the pirate renaissance kind of thing. Because like, also, Rare's coming out with an open world pirate game. Oh, Rare. Uh, you know, Rare. Yes, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Banjo Kazooie. Oh, um, have you have you heard? Oh yeah, I remember we talked about this before. You come oh, Sea of Thieves. This is the game. This is it's, it. Looks like Blackwake a little bit because it's it's an open world, massively multiplayer online uh, game. And I guess this is from E three two thousand fifteen. Huh? How come we didn't see it again? That's interesting. um. I think they. I don't think they talked about it at this year's E three. I didn't watch the Microsoft press conference since you know Rare's owned by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks like this and. It kind of looks wow, like Blackwake. Wow, that looks way. It looks because it's made by Rare. That's it looks why. really good. It looks. It has that more cartoony style to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be a lot of like uh, bloody violence. Which I'm sure fun. there will be violence, but um, uh, who knows? Like in, at uh, Skull during the Skull and Bones trailer, they showed the Kraken DLC. Oh, they already yeah. have DLC for a game that hasn't come out yet, which I thought was cool. I think they should have Krakens for every pirate game. <laughs> yeah, it has. It's like a, a standard. Oh my god, he's walking the plank. Ooh, but yeah, no, it's it's really it's really cool. I think. Uh, I really like this idea of, uh, you know, surfing the seven seas kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have a ship, you have a crew, you're, all, you're fighting each other. Yeah, you're can, each can other. you imagine that? Playing with your friends, like, you, you guys own a ship, and you're like, all right, let's continue our voyage. You go, you log on, and you're like, oh, crap, there's another ship. Let's, we're going to do battle now yeah, kind dude. of thing. Oh, my God. Me, you, Victor, and Takumi, man. Oh, dude, I'd be, be done. I'd be done. We're going to do it. It sounds so fun. <laughs> we'll be a pirate crew. We'll be the, the booty booties. The booty buttholes or something. <laughs> booty buttholes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so then... Uh, I don't really have anything else to say about Ubisoft's press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, now we can move on to Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo. What to say? Aside uh, from the Raving Rabbids, which was whatever, um, Metroid, they were, they announced two Metroid games. Oh, my God. That was definitely a surprise. I wasn't... I honestly remember... Uh, what was it? The studio for Prime... Uh, was it Retro Studios, I believe? And they were mentioning how they weren't going to do any more Prime games. Um, maybe that means that there's a new studio working on it. Maybe. But the fact that it was even announced... Metroid Prime 4, 
I wish they did show like some sort of cinematic it's trailer. A poster. Yeah, it's literally just the title, Prime Four, and then yep. everybody. I think it's so funny where there's this competition for different conferences or different of or different, you know, gaming giants where they're like, yeah. oh, Microsoft wins, oh, Sony wins, oh, Nintendo wins. As soon as that came out, everybody in the comments was like, Nintendo won, and I'm like, yeah. what the heck? It's like it's literally just the title, which yep. I mean, it's fine, fine that people can you know get a bit. Uh, into that sort of thing it's it's funny for me um i am excited for it though prime 4 prime 4 definitely i love the prime series Uh, if you ever played it on gamecube the first one i feel is the best one always the first one yeah yeah (laughs) um it was really interesting i really liked the gameplay for it and looking forward to seeing it on the switch i yeah as as many as some people don't like motion control um motion controls i feel like it would it works best with prime well i mean any kind of game that Features shooting and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, same here. And then there was also the other Metroid. Yeah, Metroid Samus's Return or something? Samus Returns, yes. Yeah. It's just a remake of the second Metroid game, I believe, which is fine. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Make, that's doing cool. remakes is good. Although this feels like a more of a overhaul remake. Or, I mean, that's that's okay. Yeah, which is good. I mean, if you having a reimagining of a, like a game that was originally on like NES, mm-hmm. NES or SNES, uh, either way, uh, having something of that level of uh having of that level back uh like on the 3ds it's just gonna look really cool i feel and the gameplay looked really interesting although what was it they yeah. were they were showcasing the counter a lot yeah if you saw the trailer for that it's it looks good but when they're facing the boss if you did that you're literally seeing the same cinematic for it yeah. i'm just like i hope you can either skip it or two there's like multiple different cutscenes that happen during your pairing animation but either way other than that it's exciting to hear that there's another Metroid, or that there are two uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. coming out. That's really cool. And obviously for Nintendo, um, we're going to save Odyssey for a bit. Um, uh, they they announced DLC for um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. They yes, announced yes. Uh, Rocket League for the Switch, which is not surprising at all. Uh, Yoshi's going to get a new game. Mm-hmm. Kirby's going to get a new game. Game Freak is making uh, Pokemon for the Switch. Uh, and Pokemon RPG for that matter. I mean, like, I'm not surprised. I the new it's... online service that they they they're that they're debuting, they're obviously due for a new Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool, but um, what is it? Touching a bit on Yoshi and Kirby. Kirby, I, I don't usually play that kind of game. Um, Same. It it's more catering to childish or like to more kitty to the more kitty area, which is fine. But I feel like um, it's still playable for people like who love the franchise or who love Nintendo. Oh yeah. Even, even, even with Yoshi, I was looking at gameplay for that. It's it's adorable. Have you seen that? It's it's adorable. Like, Oh my God, the, the gameplay or not the gameplay, the stage that's set up. Mm -hmm. I was watching uh, the game demonstration. You have, what is it? It's like a picture book that's open, and then you're. If you look at the background far enough, it's like that bokeh thing you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, soft focus. Yes. Yeah. It's it's focusing on you know Yoshi in that little stage, but in the background you see someone's house, yeah. which I think is kind of cool. I think it's, it's cute. It's, it's, it's cute. It's really and cute. And then the one thing is that you see one perspective, and then at, later on you can replay the same stage at a different perspective. Yeah. It's like turned around, and it's funny because like sometimes you'll see butterflies or you'll see like yeah, little yeah, yeah. little uh, little giraffes or anything like that, and then you see these shy guys holding up the the butterfly or yeah, like yeah, the giraffe yeah. and i'm like that's adorable that's really yeah. cute i've never felt so bad seeing an enemy die in a game <laughs> until i saw all these shy guys and how they were off it, it was oh yeah it was really cute but um moving past that though 
other Nintendo uh, things that were shown was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I played the first one. I haven't finished it yet. It got really hard near the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I love my JRPGs, so I'm a really big fan yeah, of it. Gyrus is a very JRPG fan. That's the J in JRPG stands for. <laughs> Gyrus RPG, everyone. Just remember that. If you go to the dictionary and look up JRPG, it's going to be a picture of Gyrus. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Um, although some of the other games that were announced... This is also going to be another JRPG. Sure, sure. Um, I... Don't remember them going over it in full detail, but there is something called Radiant uh, Radiant Historia. It's going to be Perfect Chronologic Chronologia. It's a remake of Radiant Historia from the PS2, which was remade, yeah. remade onto the DS, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, now yeah. being remade onto the 3DS. Or rem- am I using remastered? Remastered. Um, so uh, the game is a uh, very it's tactical again. It's like a strategy RPG, and you make use of this book that puts you back in certain different time periods. Or that happened, and you can do different uh, decisions in order to change the future, which I think, which yeah. I like. I really yeah, like things yeah, like yeah. that. So that's another one that was announced. And then finally, going on to more of the Switch games, um, we have Fire Emblem Warriors. Mm-hmm. I really dislike the Warriors series. I like the Warriors too. Go Warrior! No, 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 no. But um, for <laughs> Warriors gameplay, it's generally the same thing. It's a, it's like a massive sort of beat 'em up. Yeah, you know, you're one powerful hero and then you're fighting hordes of enemies yeah the one thing that i cannot get behind for that entire thing is there's no sense of urgency there's no danger when you're fighting the and en- you can literally stay still for like 30 seconds even a yeah. minute i feel yeah, and yeah. nobody will damage you that's that's ridiculous i don't like yeah that. um so i stopped becoming a fan of you know this this entire kind of warriors gameplay so that's fire emblem warriors uh for the fire emblem fans they might like it i'm a fire i'm a fire emblem like fanatic yeah. so that's one thing i'm going to be missing out on um other than that i wish they did show things for like project octopath traveler which they mentioned before and then there was something for shin megami tensei getting some sort of anniversary yeah. thing they didn't even show any information on that for the switch for this year in e3 um some other good games though as arms which i was looking into yeah. splatoon 2 um, yeah. Definitely, uh, Nintendo bringing out a more uh, what is it competitive sort of game. Like they, I feel like it can be on like a tournament kind mm-hmm, of thing, mm-hmm. like seeing it at Evo or something. <laughs> uh, that's that's a bit above and beyond, but who knows? Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. And finally, we can touch upon Super, Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. So if you can't already tell, Jairus is a Switch owner, and yes. uh, he's he's very passionate about Nintendo games. I and, love Nintendo. Um, uh, you played Sunshine. You played Mario um, Super Mario Sunshine? I actually did not play Sunshine. I played 64. Okay, 64, yeah, yeah. And then I played um, Super Mario Galaxy. I missed out on Galaxy 2, which, funnily enough, is the better one. And yeah. at one point, like I remember one thing being said about it. It was the most pirated game of a certain year. Yeah, when it came out or the year after it came out. Yeah, something I was so surprised. Though. I was like, what? It's, I guess it's that good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, somebody showed me a picture um, with these... Uh, two people taught or no it was like a tweet i believe yeah and it's like microsoft saying oh 4k yeah we have this new uh-huh, console uh-huh. showcasing 4k and all that and then nintendo comes along and it's literally like we'll show you gameplay it shows gameplay of mario or wait no throws a hat and possesses something the crowd yeah, goes yeah. wild and i was like that's <laughs> hilarious because it's essentially what happened at e3 this year that's really funny um we're we're checking out the trailer right now we're just gonna play, put it on the background we're not actually yeah we don't, have to, we don't have to talk about it oh no it's fine but um yeah uh seeing this <laughs> the first thing you see is a dinosaur and what, what are you thinking you're like what is this game you're like this is probably like something along like is this Jurassic Park Monster Hunter or something like that no, 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 more no. Co- cartoony and then you see the, you see the hat 
You see that? Had a Mario hat. What's the first thing you think of? What the heck? <laughs> you think like, what the hell is this? Mario is possessing different things. Then you hear the music. Uh, it's funny because it's more of a big band kind of Broadway uh, jazzy oh. style, which is really fun. I love listening to it. Yeah. Um, it, it was really. Uh, it, there's like a little, sp- not spoiler. They show it in the briefly in the trailer, but. The, for people that have played all the older games, um, the first original Donkey Kong, or I think that was what it was, where it's th- throwing barrels and Mario has to jump over them, the 2D side-scroller thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Platformer. Um, the original princess, or the person that you're saving, is not Princess Peach, it's Pauline. Yep. And she's actually the mayor of this one town, the main town, or the main hub, I believe, for Super Mario Odyssey. You know what the city's called? Super Dunk? It's called New Donk City. I'm yeah, like, I'm like you guys. <laughs> New come Donk on. City, and she's she's the mayor of it. And if no. you if you listen, it, she's or if you see the trailer, she's the one singing the song of the trailer. Did they show her? I didn't see mm-hmm. her. They, they they show her briefly. Um, but they show her from the back. But oh, uh, later okay. on, you can see like billboards of, in the town, and it uh-huh. shows her. And it's it's really funny that they're bringing her back. Interesting. Um, for the most part, though, this game it looks. Honestly, it looks really. It looks so different than any other Mario game. And it, I think that's what's great about it. It's. Like, it, there's so many things going on it's in It's awesome. Like, the one thing I remember seeing yeah, was the, the rainforest. Good. Yeah. The the rainforest, like, you see the the forest, yep, and yep. then uh, it just looks so good. This uh, might convince me to buy a Switch, dude. Because <laughs> this game looks so cool. It really, I really like it. I like where they're going with it. It's so weird, so so. Like, I don't know anything. Like, he possessed a car. Like, he, what's hap- what the hell is happening in this game? Mario's in a city. There's people. And he possessed a human, like a, a, a life-size there's human. There's a tank? What's going on? It's it's crazy. They're they're doing revolutionary stuff with Mario. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, see, that's that's her, Pauline. You don't see uh, her. How do you know it's her, though? Um, like I mentioned before, uh, it shows, like, Bill But she's, like, a real... She has a real human form. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. I feel like they showed it in... What is it? Um, There's this one little miniseries of Mario. Oh, they have so many miniseries. Uh, and it's, like, uh, Donkey Kong and Mario, and there's, like, these little toys that uh-huh. you have to... Uh-huh. You command, and you have to bring them all the way to the other end of the map. Oh, and okay. she was she was shown on there. But anyhow, going back to Super Mario Odyssey, I am really looking forward to this because you know it's it's Mario. Yeah, you, I, you're a Mario fan. You I'm want a Switch? Nintendo fan, mm-hmm. uh, big Nintendo fan at heart. Uh, also, there is a, another game that's mentioned on the three. What's that? Sorry, sorry, Tom, uh, I didn't. Put, I thought I put my phone on silent. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead. It's all good. Uh, another game that was uh, mentioned is a. Uh, it's another remake, remaster. It no remake. Uh, no God, I'm getting my own terms mixed up. Basically, they're re-releasing Super Mario. Uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, but for the 3DS. Have you ever mm-hmm. played that? It's um, the no, I haven't. It's for, it was originally on the Game Boy Advance. It right. caters to the more Super Mario 60, or Super Mario RPG. Right, right. The one that's Square Enix produced. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically bringing it back to that, but uh, for the more current generation of gamers. And I really liked it, and I'm really looking forward to it. They actually added a different game mode for it, where it's going towards the minion side of the story. Uh, other than that, though, uh, Super, Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey definitely looks very fun. I am yeah, very excited. It looks to like a really good game. To it. I saw some gameplay demonstrations. They're showing off different maps and courses. And man, man oh man, looks great. Very quirky. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that game. Of I mean, I, I'm excited to see it and have you bring it over to my house and play. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about bringing uh, my yeah. Switch over. No, earlier. no, no. It's okay. Not today. <laughs> All righty. Um, yeah, um, I mean, those, that's all I have to talk about E3. I mm-hmm. think we can wrap it up now. I really want to talk to you about Zelda and the music of Zelda because I know course. you're a huge music fan of video games and just music in general. Yeah. But I want Elisa here, too, to talk about it with you. So 
I can promise you that we'll have you back on, Jairus. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I, we'll I did get a bit it. carried away talking about different. Uh, it's okay. Uh, no, I wanted this. In, I wanted this podcast to be the E3 podcast. Yes. Alrighty then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening to the tenth episode of the Downtime Podcast. <laughs> thanks, Jairus, for coming on. Of course, uh, it was a pleasure being on here. I hope you guys look forward to com- having me come over again. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. We'll, like like our previous guests, you'll you'll come on again. So Sweet. don't worry about it. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so everyone, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, signing off. <laughs>